0: Okay, so today we're going to talk about tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is November 6th, voting day, but remember, remember, the 5th of November. That's what my whole shit's all about, homie. It's fucking John, John, it's Guy Fawkes Day. What's up? You know, um, this is the day of rebellion. Against the establishment, the evil establishment. Everybody center-right, or right of center, however you want to say it, should be against the establishment. That's what the foundation's all about, dude. Fucking center-left, left left of center. Those cunts all want uh, big government. Why? Why do you trust big government? Do you think, okay, well, everybody's everybody buys in, everybody's scared of of getting in trouble. That's, you know, that's why they won't do anything wrong. I mean, to see people outright, I mean, there's no taboo anymore about wanting big government. Uh, on Peter Joseph's uh, Instagram, he was the guy that, that uh, made the Zeitgeist movies. Not Instagram, I don't know what the fuck it is. Ah, excuse me. On his Twitter... Not Instagram... No, not Instagram... However, maybe I should... I don't know... Um... On his Twitter... He had a guy that... Fucking straight up said... I want... He wanted three things... And he thought the three things... Would make everybody happy... In the United States... Um... Big government... Free stuff... Oh, no, no, no... Let me me take it back to free government... He didn't say free government... Free stuff... Jobs for everybody and give everybody money. Well, why in the fuck do you need free stuff if everybody gets money? Or why in the fuck do you need money if everybody gets free stuff? They don't think this shit out. It's just a fucking fairy tale that they live in. And this is the shit that, uh, that Peter Joseph and the left believe in. Peter Joseph is an outright... He doesn't. He doesn't like titles. And I get that. I don't like titles either. Okay, I'm not going to shit on the guy. Where, you know, I think he's right. Uh, and It's very few and far between. He doesn't like titles. I don't like titles either. But essentially, what he wants—what is the fucking name of that? It's the Project Venus, the Venus Project. It is a, a, a socialist utopia. The idea. The thing that Peter Joseph, in all of his big words that he uses in his fucking 20-minute explanations to say yes or no to a fucking simple question, what he misses in totality is man's want. Okay, that's why socialism will never work, is man's want. Man's want. Uh, Before I get to that also, when it comes to... Uh, Sam Harris and the atheists. I know I talk a lot about religion and whatnot. Well, just deal with it. Sam Harris. I remember hearing him say, "Well, from a young age, it was uh, the introduction to a debate." He was saying, "Well, from a young age, I just, I just knew that there was something up about religion." Or he said something along those lines. That's a paraphrase, but he said something along the lines of, "I just knew I had something in inside me that's that." Um, that was against the religion. Okay, so why is it okay for you to have a gut instinct about something, but it's not okay for the religious to have faith, to have a gut instinct about something? Anyway, back to uh, that was just a point that I, I had in my head that eventually I'll be. I just, uh, uh, I just shot a, uh, a little jab at at uh, uh, Richard Dawkins on Twitter. Let's see if he says anything. I know his, his fucking fan base is going to say something. But uh, he was talking shit. Like, it, it, this is what liberals do. And yes, I fucking branch them all together. I'm fine with that. The liberals, the Democrats, the so, the socialists, the communists, the progressives, the left. They're all the same. Don't let the the young Turks who try so fucking hard to say that a progressive is different than a Democrat. They're not. They are fucking the same. They try to say that Democrats are... are, They're not the same as Democrats because progressives believe in socialism and Democrats believe in uh, capitalism. Uh, No. No, fuck that. Nah, I'm not going along with that. Uh, That whole fucking party wants socialism. Hard. Hard. Um, fuck! Where was I going with that? Don't let them tell you that. So, oh, okay. So they're all the same. They're all socialist. I know it's going hard at. at uh, oh, um, this is what liberals do. They say, oh, uh, and this is what Richard Dawkins was saying. Oh, don't, don't listen to all of the Democrats. Uh, Race baiting and all. He didn't say race baiting, but he said something about whatever it was, like hating and division. And then he turns around and he shits on Trump. Dude, the whole fucking Republican, conservative, right of center, all of that is super pro Trump. Even Ben Shapiro is now pro Trump. You shit on Trump, who, by the way, is not a Republican. Yes, I understand that he ru- he runs as a Republican. Try being a Democrat and voting Republican. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Try being a, uh, a Republican or, uh, yeah, uh, or, or a Democrat. Try voting for Libertarian or Green Party. Try it. It will not work. You have to register as one or another. Okay, Trump registered as a Republican. All right. He wouldn't gets He would have had an easier time going in the Democrat. Like this idea that Trump would have lost to. Hillary Clinton, or he would have lost to Bernie Sanders, is bullshit. Alright? The left is full of shit. People don't like the left. The left, not the majority. Even in the fucking, the coastal areas, they're not the majority. The majority of the United States of America are center-right. They are not center-left, okay? And yes, on certain instances, I would almost half concede... That they're, they, the, the majority of the United States may be center left on certain areas, maybe abortion. Okay? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, in terms of, or in times or situations where uh, there's an unplanned pregnancy amongst uh, teens. Golly, man. I mean, can you imagine? It's just, it's murder. It's more, I knew this shit back when I was a teenager. I looked at it and I said, all right, when does life start? From what I've been told in biology class and all this throughout high school. It's funny, it's a, um, it's like watching fighters in the UFC. I'm going to get back to my points here in a minute, but it's like watching fighters in the UFC, especially, particularly in the scenario of uh, Nate Diaz fighting McGregor the first time. Nate Diaz sat there and said man you've been fighting nothing but midgets now you're stepping up to the big boys table it was 10 pounds listen yes I understand 10 pounds is a lot of is a lot of weight when it comes to fighting or wrestling but what he's inadvertently doing is saying everybody all the fighters below me are pussies now Nate Diaz I would argue (laughs) can say that because Nate Diaz would fight any one of them Nate Diaz is a real fighter but you see it happen all the time in MMA, where guys will uh, will say stuff like that. They'll inadvertently shit on somebody else, and uh, and not really mean to. Um, and I I think we have that happen a lot, especially coming from the left when it comes to education. Now I don't believe that we should be forcing people to put their kids in, or I'm sorry, forcing their Forcing people to educate their kids. I think that that should be a choice uh, for, the, for the parents. Well, we'd have a whole bunch of stupid people. Yeah, okay, sure. And we'd also have a lot uh, less money we'd have to pay. Because now we're not being taxed to fucking educate kids who aren't being educated like in Detroit. I will use Detroit as my prime example every fucking time because they have been ran by Democrats for or it has been ran by Democrats for the past seventy years, and it is garbage. It is a shitty city. I said that to my mom. She was born there, and uh, she took a great offense to it and called me a shitty son. I despise Detroit. I cannot stand Detroit. It is a dirty, poor, on purpose. Because they fucking vote in Democrats for the past seven decades. Uh, Crime-ridden, corrupt city. Where people don't give a shit about their own stuff, let alone somebody else's. I hate Detroit. I wish it would fucking implode on itself. Okay? And what I mean by that is economically. I wish it would implode. Fucking let those guys go out on Devil's Night, which happened just the other day, and only people from Detroit, only people from, yeah, I'd say about Detroit and, uh, and L.A. really know what Devil's Night is. It's the night before Halloween. Let those people go and burn down all the fucking abandoned houses and shit. Now, I don't want anybody getting hurt, but fucking it is an eyesore. Steven Crowder did a, uh, a piece on, on Detroit a couple years ago where he and Not Gay Jared rode through and, and went all around and did a couple of uh, reports in Detroit. He's absolutely right. Uh, I've worked in Detroit. you know. I've been, I, They have a city tax. It's so stupid. Detroit is a really bad fucking city, and it's the epitome of... Well, I shouldn't say the epitome. It is the result of Democrats getting their way. And people voting Democrat. I mean, there was a... If you've ever heard of a guy named Kwame Kilpatrick, he was the mayor of Detroit. One of the most arrogant and corrupt people who have ever gone through... Who have ever come through Detroit. And uh, employed all of his family. No, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with you employing your family. That's your family. You want to take care of them. I would expect it. I really don't have much of a problem with that. But... He had a niece. This is how far this like this is the it's not the extent, but this is like just an example of how bad he got. He had a niece that was on the payroll for Detroit who was going to North Carolina University or the University of North Carolina, UNC. The city of Detroit was paying for her tuition, paying for her car, paying for her apartment off campus on top of it paying her as a what the fuck was she was she a treasure secretary while she was going to college just one of the many examples of the corruption that was within the Kwame Kilpatrick if you want to call it administration um, before him when it comes to Detroit, you have a guy named Coleman A. Young. He was the mayor of Detroit. He was a, a, a severely racist man. He, If you've ever heard of white flight, more than likely they're talking about Detroit. He uh, he did his damnedest to chase out all of the white people out of Detroit. And uh, I'd say almost 100% succeeded. Detroit does not have a very high percentage of, of white people that live there, um, and it's the same mentation that's carried along throughout, throughout, um, I feel like I did a, did I do a slavery, isn't racism, isn't equated to racism? I'm not gonna check, I'll check it later, but, uh, it is a, it's, it's a, it's a mindset that's been carried on. I went and, uh, and did a, uh, for my job, which I'm not going to mention what it is, I went and did a uh, fuck. What's it called? Like a, I advised a lady in Detroit, and I, as I normally am, I was very polite, and uh, I mean I had no reason to be mad at this lady or anything. And I listened to her story. She had an incredibly unlucky life. Her she had three sons. Did she have four? And one died. I think she had four. And Maybe that is just a story that's in my head, but I know she had three. One of them, let's see, one of them was shot. She was she was terribly scared <coughs> of, <coughs> of criminals uh, breaking into her house. Her, her one son had a brand new, uh, was it a 300? I think it was a 300. Or a Challenger, one of the two. Uh, odd to have those two in my head. But uh, her one son was shot like nine, not nine times. He was shot quite a few times. It wasn't, I don't think, on the 50-cent uh, level. And he survived. And she was going to get... Oh, and then, and then another son got in a bad head-on collision. Went, I think went into a coma. She had her third son with her when she was, I think, walking across the street to get medication for the son that was in the accident and they were hit by a semi-truck both of them on foot hit by a semi-truck they were not in a car uh and then so they had to go through i mean i can't imagine it was going 60 or anything but uh, it was going fast enough to do a little bit damage and so uh very unlucky life and and, uh, and she was quite kind in fact she offered me a, a nug at the end I swear to god she, after, she offered me a uh, what they call a nug of, uh, of marijuana and uh, I had to decline it I, uh, I wasn't professional for me to take marijuana <laughs> from, from a, a, a client anywho I have this coffee lid, lid, that uh, it doesn't let out coffee right away, and you got to pour it at a certain angle, if it's too full, and uh, and and then I'll always make the mistake of tipping it too much, and that fucker shoots out, and it is lava hot. So what was I talking about? All the way back to to, to get, 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 oh she anyway she was uh, she kept blaming white people right in front of me. Like it wasn't there. Oh you know, yeah, white people are the are, are the problem. White people are my problem. That's why that's why I can't get out of this. They won't give me money. I swear to God, this isn't this isn't a a, uh, a, a seldom occurrence. This is the thought that the liberal left has put into the mind of a many a people. It's not just blacks. Okay? And it's not just the poor. Shit, I've, re- I've met some rich people that fucking think this way. Oh, it's white people. It's white. It's the, the colonizers. I mean, it always goes to, the, it's the colonizers. And it's the, it's like, give it a rest, man. It's been over 150 years since slavery was ended and abolished. All right? It's been two dec. uh, no, I'm sorry, not two decades, two generations since, uh, Uh, what's the one that they talk about? Jim Crow, which, by the way, was Democrat. And, oh, yeah, it was the Democrats that did all the bad shit. But they just keep pointing at the Republicans and blaming them. Oh, the Republicans and the the Southern strategy. (coughs) 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 There was not a great switch. That is a lie. That is an absolute lie. There was never a great switch. There was three senators that switched. Two Democrats went Republican. One Republican went Democrat. There was never a massive switch. And mind you, just think about how stupid that sounds. That you're racist and you're a Democrat, which they never deny. Or at least I haven't heard, like, politicians deny. Racist Democrats who invented the KKK. If you think I'm lying, look this shit up. They created the KKK as the strong arm of the Democrat Party to go and put the blacks in their place. This is according to them. Not me. Jesus, I'm not a Democrat. Um, They created them. They voted for uh, keeping slavery. They fought tooth and nail to prevent... Uh, the abolishment of slavery to the extent that it came up in the middle of a civil war, they uh, they voted for Jim Crow laws. They were uh, heavily racist. and then all of a sudden they want to go, uh, you know what? Even though we're Democrat, and we like big government, and we like the government, this is the reason why uh, Democrats were racist back then. That was the reason why they were racist, but... It, it, let me point this out. In order to have slavery, you need big government. It's not going to come down to minima, minimal government, and everybody's just on board with slavery. In order to have slavery, you need an establishment that says it's okay to have slaves. Okay, so... Democrats. Democrats are big government. That's their foundation. And to go from that and just go, you know what? We want, you know, fuck it. We're gonna, we're gonna sacrifice the big government. Uh, we're gonna stay racist, and we're gonna go over the Republican side. Uh, no, that's that didn't happen, and it doesn't make any sense that. While they made that switch, the small government Republicans who were smart enough to have created the Republican Party and say that they wanted small government go, you know what? Let's go against everything that we believe in and go over to the racist Democrats and bring on big government. What the fuck? What the fuck kind of thinking is that? That is the stupidest shit I may have ever heard of. It's just so dumb. That is so dumb. And then to think that both of them were like, you know, two teams playing on a field and we're just like, yeah, let's switch our jerseys real quick. You see how dumb that gets? But anywho, this poor lady, yeah, she's blaming white people for everything. It's just, uh, obviously, I'm not going to get into a debate with her and her two sons at the time were at the house. Um, i was just like, okay, all right, well, I, and, I, and I mean, I was terribly sorry that she went through these horrific things. I mean, golly, I thought I was unlucky. This poor lady got hit by a fucking truck, a, a Mack truck with her son. The other one's in a fucking coma in the hospital after an accident. And another one's been shot, and he's in the hospital. That's a lot of bad luck. Uh, Anywho. Oh, uh, and when it goes back to Richard Dawkins, he was saying, you know, oh this, this, and then Trump, and I, uh, I responded by saying, uh, I don't mean to do the Sam Cedar thing, where I'm like, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at what I did. Sam Cedar, uh, hold on. I, Richard Dawkins, I just said you don't believe it, or you deny the possibility of a God. Why would I listen to you? And that's kind of the point. That's my that's my big problem with atheists. My uh, my brother-in-law is an atheist, and uh, and I I said to him, I go, dude, have you ever been? In fact, me and him are going to go on a on a ghost hunt. Probably going to take him back to uh, the place where I I heard my. Uh, the uh, disembodied voice I speak of, and uh, I'm gonna have to do the same thing. I'm gonna have to take him to fucking, uh, what's it called? Go get a Frank's box. Look it up on YouTube how to turn it into a radio scanner, and then fucking go do a, a Frank's box sesh. See if we can get ourselves a uh, a voice. Um, where was I? Yeah, I'll probably hear from uh, Richard Dawkins fans. It's, uh, atheists tend to be pretty pretty mean. Oh, but my whole problem is that you deny a possibility, especially with you being what you, th- what you say you are, which is essentially, I know he's not necessarily a... Well, is he a scientist? Fuck it. We'll call him a scientist. Yeah, all those guys believe in science over God, which is stupid. I'm not denying science, but... They're denying God. You see, like, there's one group that's like, yeah, we're, we're cool with science, and the other one's like, yeah, fuck you. We don't, we don't believe in that. And uh, we're actually going to attack it. So that's my problem. With that, And then all the way back to... Peter Joseph. I can't really remember where I was going with that. Gonna, I might have to listen to this again and come back. Other point yeah fuck I can't remember but anywho so we have uh, kind of a a uh, pause the day before the elections. there's not really I mean we've already dealt with all the shit that's been going on oh Peter Pete Pete whatever his fucking name is weird looking dude uh, was dating Ariana Grande and you now they're broke up and now he's saying shit about her and all that I guess. He uh, he made this or uh, he was on SNL and they made a joke about this uh, Republican candidate who was an ex Navy SEAL who got his eye I fucked up over in Afghanistan in the and uh, Pete is it Pete Wentz? No, that's a musician. Uh Listen, have your show. But The left is just not good at comedy. They're not good, they're not good at debating. They're not good at anything anymore. Oh, I was going to go back to the uh, Kyle Kalinske and uh, Charlie Kirk debate. Man, there's just isn't enough space for this coffee to come out. Oh, ah! Fucking coffee. In time. Uh, so Pete Wentz. <laughs> it's not Pete Wentz. <coughs> <coughs> whatever this guy's name is. Uh, he was talking about the different candidates, and yes, he did touch on uh, some some Democrats and whatever. Good for you. <coughs> um, but he talked about this one guy, and he's got an eye patch, and he called him a uh, a sniper and a porno. And made fun of him. He was like, "Yeah, I guess he lost his eye in, in war or whatever." And it's just not funny. The guy actually came out to either today or last night uh, with the eye patch. By the way, he's got a uh, he's got a Navy SEAL ball in there instead of his eye. It's awesome, dude. You got to see it. It's it's fucking rad. He's got look it up on the internet. It's sweet as shit. Uh, I told him to uh, I, I, as I twittered. God, it's okay I, I fucking can't stand Twitter but uh, anywho I used it and I said uh, don't ever wear the eye patch again just walk around like that dude that is awesome as shit He looks sweet um, but uh, he was like yeah you know I'm, fu- I'm a fucking Navy seal you think we don't make fun of ourselves all the time He's like but I have a rule it's got to be funny it's got to be unique don't, don't, you can't keep using somebody else's shit and it not be funny. It was like, this guy just isn't funny. Now, this is the thing is that the guy I've heard his standup before that uh, made fun of this Navy SEAL, uh, he's got some decent stand up. Again, dude, don't be mad at people to the point where, you know, I mean, be mad at somebody all you want, but just don't fucking not give credit where credit is due. It's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. Their side ain't going to do it because their side are fucking children. But on our side, fucking be the example that you want them to be. That's the best way to influence people over. You can never, you can't force people by physical anything. You can't, you you can, you can brainwash them, I guess, but it's not real and it may not work. All right. You're never going to, you're never, even if I were to put a gun to somebody's head and say, believe like me, I'm never going to believe that they, they do because it was by force. The best way that you can get somebody to come to your side is to be an example. It's influence. The power of influence. It is very real. You've heard me talk about it. <coughs> I feel like these pills are working. I <coughs> You know, fuck this. I'm going to have a smoky smoke. Motherfucker. Uh-oh and then I'm going to have me a f- some food, and I'm going to have myself another smoky smoke. I love fucking food and smoking. Um, I, I woke my wife up in the, at 4 o'clock in the morning, hacking, it was a cough attack unlike I have ever had in my life. And uh, I'm about halfway through it, and she's like, once you're done with this, uh, you're, you need to quit smoking. I want you to quit smoking. Ah, I didn't even answer. Whatever. <laughs> fucking, I'm sitting here dying. It's not because I'm smoking. It's a, you. you have the same fucking cough. I didn't say that. I'm, I'm quite, I deal with my wife in a pretty good way. Uh, I, I, I bite my tongue. It takes a lot for me. Now, she wouldn't say this, obviously, because she's my wife and it's what people do. Uh, as I'm looking through the news, she wouldn't, she wouldn't admit this, but um, it takes a lot for. Well, no, she would actually. She has. I'll take that back. It takes a lot for me to finally lose my shit. And uh, I was raised by women, three women. I mean, I was kind of raised by my dad too, but he was 600 miles away, and uh, I. Uh, so I don't, I I guess I bought into the everybody's equal type shit with the exception of like physical prow, prow, prowess. <coughs> so um, if you as a woman call me a dick, I'm going to call you a cunt. And I love the word cunt. I use it all the time. You've heard me. Yes, I have called my wife a cunt. Come on. And I called her a bitch. I've never called her a whore. you got to understand. When it comes to certain things... Like, say say race. I know, this is just a whole medley of thoughts today. I'm going to get back to the Charlie Kirk thing. Um, oh my God, I just lost train of thought. Call cunt. Oh, uh, the race thing. When... It comes to calling somebody a racist name. It's not my, is it away It's not my froway? It's not my froway? I can't say that word. It's not It's not my wheelhouse. When I, let's say if I call somebody a faggot or a, uh, a queer, that is about 100% towards straight dudes. I have never called a gay guy a fag. I've never called a gay guy a queer. It's just not. That's not where my brain goes. Um, I've never really. I mean, I've gotten to a couple arguments with some gay guys. I used to work with them back in the day. I had four of them. I just told this story the other day. It was funny. Uh, I had four gay guys that I used to work with, and uh, they were all awesome. I was. I was friends. I was friends with one of them later, because he was such a fucking bitch. He wa- he, I called him my, my older sister because he reminded me of my older sister. He was such a bitch, and uh, so was she until I was about 18. She was a fucking throbbing cunt. Uh, he, he was just bitchy, you know He was always in a fucking bad mood. He was a really good server. He made fucking that was a server, by the way. Uh, he made like his whole rent I think it was 700 dollars in one night. It was insane, dude. and that's what serving can do. But uh, we had one that was by; He was cool. We had Jerry that was the bitch. But later I became friends with him. He was, he was cool. Uh, in fact, he, uh, he, uh, he came on to me pretty hard one day. And I, I threatened to knock him out. Because he, listen, he came up behind me as I was at the, uh, the host stand looking at the floor plan. And put his arms around me and like pressed into my back end. Before I had a chance to know what the fuck was going on. And I swung around. I think I hit him with my elbow. And I go, dude, do not ever do that shit again. I was like, you know I'm not fucking gay, man. What the fuck are you doing? Anywho. And then we became friends later. Uh, one. By the way, gays who aren't a part of the LGBT group. Because I don't like that group. That group is, is very vitriolic. They're They're, they're highly... Uh, touchy, real touchy. Uh, these guys were not part of that. Okay? These guys were cool. One of them was a, uh, the, not one of the two that I just mentioned, but the third was a massive Pat Benatar fan and dressed in drag all the time. They all called him a flamer in front of me. They would call him a fag all the time. And I'd laugh. I thought it was funny as shit it was it is funny fuck you if you don't think so and then the fourth was uh he i I want to say he was the youngest but he was also like the biggest he was kind of pudgy and he tried to convince me that he had sex with a straight man and that that guy was still straight and i go uh see dude this is the disconnect that i have with you in this idea and then i had a a friend that was a girl she was bi and she got mad at me because she was like uh are you going to teach your kids that uh, being gay is bad? And I was like, uh, I'm going to teach them it's a sin. And she was all mad about it. And I was like, well, are you going to teach your kids that it's not a sin? She goes, yeah. I go. then what's the deal? Even, that's, a, that's an even playing field there. You deal with your kids as you see fit. Um, but the, the guy tried to convince me of that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If a dude slaps dicks with another dude, later he can be not gay. But that right there, I mean, within 24 hours, no, he's pretty gay. He's bi at the least. And uh, so, I mean, these guys were cool. They would always use terms like fag and queer and all that. And and so would I. This was back in, in the early 2000s. When people weren't like they are today, which has been within the past five years, I'd say. When people really started getting fucking crazy. Uh, where was I going with all that? Oh, I don't, I don't, but that's not my thing. Like I don't, if I'm looking to fight a dude, I'm going to call him a straight guy, by the way, I'm going to call him a fag and a queer and a bitch and everything that he's essentially not, that he doesn't want to be. You know what I mean? A straight guy doesn't want to be a, a bitch and he doesn't want to be gay and all that. So uh, that's what I'm going to call him. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call a, a Hispanic a spick or anything. I'm gonna probably, if it's a man and he's Hispanic, I'm probably gonna call him a bitch and a fag and all that if I'm trying to fight him. Because I'm an old school, I guess old school compared to what the guys are now. Guys are fucking pussified. Golly, we've pussified our nation so bad. Um. And I, I'm not gonna call an Asian guy a chink, a, a black guy a nigger or a coon or anything like that. It's not in my wheelhouse. It's not. It's not where I go to, because I'm not racist. Well, you just used the the word nigger. Yeah, I know. To bring up the fucking point that I don't use the word, and I'm we're adults, man. I'm not gonna fucking sit around and and. Uh, treat you as though you're a child and we're in fucking elementary school you know what I mean when it comes to kids yeah use, use F word and S word and N word and stuff like that because you don't want them using the words you want them to have that that respect for other people however when talking about the word it's okay to use it to say it because we all know what it is and uh, there's no use in sitting around farting, farting about when it comes to it. Anywho, so that's just not. And anybody like all my friends, that's not in our. It's not in our shit, dude. If I were to be in a group of friends, and one of them were like, oh, and by the way, this did happen with a liberal friend of mine. I walk into a bar. We well, we were all in a bar, and I walk into the bathroom. Sorry, and uh, I see him on the phone. And I think he's the only one in there as I'm walking in and I'm coming to take a piss and I just hear him on the phone going, you are a nigger. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Whoa, what is going on? And he's like this. And the guy, I guess, hung up and he's like, this guy's been fucking calling me. And and I'm like, dude, dude, you me. What the fuck, man? Like you're we're not. That's not what we're about. Like, what are you doing? You know, it just totally caught me broadside of like, holy shit. And that's happened numerous times with liberals. I'm not saying I haven't seen people who weren't liberal who didn't use uh, language like that. Because I certainly have. But they weren't my friends. A guy I used to work with, this fucking old asshole in construction. God, I mean, he was, was, it was always a race something. We worked with a lot of illegals. It was uh, non-union construction carpentry. And, uh, I mean, it, it was it was constantly... He would constantly call them spicks and, and uh, wetbacks and all that other shit. Beaners. And uh, I remember one time he was like, you need to go fucking tell them to turn their music down. And I was like, you go fucking do it. I'm not doing that, dickhead. Let them go fucking listen to your music. Uh, essentially what I'm saying is, I'm the type of person that would have fought to abolish slavery... They would have fought for women's rights. Because uh, that's that's who I am. That's, uh, that's the type of people that I surround myself with. <coughs> but, <coughs> but, <coughs> anyway, let's get back to the uh, Kyle Kalinske and Charlie Kirk debate that I was watching last night. I didn't see anything from Kyle uh, that worried me. Nothing. He would, it was a whole panel. And I, this part, this this wasn't necessarily a debate between the two. Um, but he would, uh, Kyle Kalinske would just chirp in with, uh, oh, so you're, you're pro-life. So you're against the death penalty, right? And he would bring up shit like that. Now, uh, another person on the panel was uh, a dude from the Daily Wire. Uh, it's the one that Ben Shapiro always fucks with and says that he's just atrocious and and all this other stuff. I mean, they're friends and he doesn't really think that, but... um, And this guy was like, no, I'm pro-life, but I'm also pro-due process and pro-death penalty. And so then Kyle Kalinske, because they're talking points. They're they're little bits that he's... uh, Like, I talk about somebody being one-dimensional in their mentality. That's what he is. He refuses to acknowledge that there's more to something it's just surface level with them oh so you're, you're pro-life but you're, you're pro-death penalty so you're not really pro-life uh, pro-life in terms of giving an innocent the possibility at life is far different than taking a rapist or a child molester or a murderer and dealing with them in the same way that they dealt with somebody else and killing them because we don't need them in our society. And in fact, we don't want them in our society. Now, I understand that. I'm not for the death penalty, mind you. But I understand why people would be. Okay, it's not necessarily a, a topic that I, I look forward to debating with other people. Um, you see, because I also think... If I'm the parent, if somebody is going after my kid, I'm going to kill him, Without a doubt. Without a, a second guess. If I see somebody running after my kid uh, with a knife, they're dead. I will murder them. It, it's not murder, it's, it's killing. And there's a difference between murder and killing, right? There's uh, murder, which is without a reason, without a substantial reason. And then killing in self-defense uh, is A-OK, so, uh, but Kyle Clancy I mean I didn't see anything that, that worried me and, and uh, it would make me interested and, and I've seen his, his show uh, called Secular Talk right because he's a fucking atheist <clears throat> and I say fucking atheist because he's a cunt <laughs> alright he's no Stefan Boileno um, and he tries his best to attack people who aren't like him and I mean I get it I get that Just not a fan of it. Now, uh, take it like this, Um, Bill Maher. I used to think that he was something to fear; that he he had a head about him. He had really good arguments; that he knew politics and all that. And then he came out with *Religulous*. Or *Religulous*. It's *Religulous*, but uh, and I was I went and rented the movie. Watched it by myself. I was like, all right, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to see what he's saying. I'm going to research it. This was right around the time that I uh, went through watching the Zeitgeist movie and, and uh, went through the five stages of grief and came back around after researching and all that, became a, uh, a more ardent uh, Catholic, if that's the word. It, 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 it galvanized my faith. And then I watched that movie, and uh, it was just the same shit. The best argument he had in the entire movie was where he brought up uh, Horace to an actor who was playing Jesus at, at, uh, I think it might have been, Kent Hovind's uh, place that he has, I think down in Florida it could have been. And um, that was the best argument. He was going after uh, essentially the low-hanging fruit of the religious community. He was going after people at, at truck stop churches and, and uh, people who were essentially lay people um, who believed in God and, and coming up with these arguments that it was obvious that, that these people had never thought about and weren't ready or prepared to debate him on. He also did use, and I will say this, He did use some priests in order to uh, support his argument for macroevolution. But he never debated those priests. And that was something I saw as, as, uh, as weak. He never went after a scholar or a theologian, a PhD holder of any sort in religious studies, He never went after a priest. Uh, He went after one preacher who used to be gay and no longer was gay. Uh, Which, by the way, if you didn't know, there is a massive movement of of that happening across America. And I would argue probably across the world. I don't know that for certain, but I do know that in the United States of America, there is a massive movement of people who were once gay, who are no longer gay, and are Christian. (coughs) <coughs> no, I have talked about how sexuality is a desire you develop your desires by how you experience situations growing up that's where I stand on it so it's neither a choice nor are you born with it and that's my stance now it's probably the most passive stance I have and I see it as being passive um, And that would certainly work in that in that ideal that you can change your sexual desire. Um, but Bill Maher doesn't seem to think so at all. You know, he thinks you're born with it, as the left does. Now, I don't think that the right necessarily believes that you're just you're just or I'm sorry it's just a choice and that you're not born with it I don't I, I mean I've I've heard conflicting things Gavin McGinnis uh, one of the things that I would disagree with him on is he believes that you're born gay I disagree I I think that uh, essentially it would go under I think it is was it Freud that came up with the nature versus nurture and it would be more so uh, uh, nurture that uh, people are gay. Um, I think that we have something in us that wants to procreate. I think that we were created with that and, uh, and that the sexual desires. I mean, the vast majority of people who are gay were molested as, as kids. Molested or raped. Um, go do the research yourself, man. Check it out. If you think I'm lying, Go check that shit out. <coughs> Every gay person I know of has... Uh, was molested as a child. And that can vastly change your outlook on life. It fucks with you as somebody who was molested. Uh, not that I'm gay, but I know that it affects me the, the rest of my life. Uh, just It just... It fucks with you. So... Um, but Bill Maher, who I guess wasn't, and uh, I mean, good for him, I don't want anybody to be molested, uh, just can't imagine somebody having been gay and is no longer gay. And so that was the only person that he went after that was a preacher um, that I can remember. The rest were the low hanging fruit. He did, and he didn't go after anybody that was Muslim. He had one Muslim person that he interviewed, um, one or two, maybe and uh, he wasn't necessarily going after them. Uh, I don't think he went after, did he go after any Jews? But this is the thing. Bill Maher tries to say that he is half Jewish, half Catholic. Now, Jews, as I've mentioned, is the only uh, only ethnicity that can be both an ethnicity as well as a religious faith. Islam is not an ethnicity. It's an ideology. It's a religious faith. Okay, Middle Eastern is—I believe that's the name of the—is the, it a race? Middle Eastern or Arabic uh, would be the race, but Islam is not a race; it is an ideology, just as Christianity is not a race; it's an ideology. Um, and Bill Maher seems to think that he can be those things, and it's like, no, 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 dude, you have admitted that you're an atheist. You're Jewish, sure. Half Irish? Okay. You are not half Christian. And half Jewish by faith. That is, it doesn't work that way. But this is the stupidity on the left. And after watching that movie, it was just very... I was i was let down. Just as I usually am. I mean, it's its one thing, like when Sam Harris... And that's why I talk about Sam Harris, the pretentious four horsemen, Lawrence Krauss, Kyle Kalinske, Jen uh, Jurger, Because... Every once in a while, they'll have something that, and, and by the way, they look—they are looked at on their side as being these intellectuals, these just absolute intellectuals, they know more than you, and they're awesome, and all of their fans love them to death, for denying a possibility, which to me is not something that a scientist does. You don't deny possibilities when you can't disprove them. So uh, I guess that's my gripe with that. And, uh, and Kyle Kalinske, again, I haven't watched all of it. I think I'm missing about 20 minutes of the end of that debate. Uh, my phone turned off, and I had to go to bed, and it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. So uh, I'll have to watch the rest of it and, and come back and let you know where, what I thought of it. But from what I saw so far, there was also a, uh, a guy on the left, a uh, black fella, that used to hold a, a, was he a congressman, I think, something like that? And Roaming Millennial was on there too, and she was kind of, she's more on the right, but she was certainly uh, trying to like be the peacekeeper. And the moderator, who he moderates the majority of those debates for the past couple of years, is just non-existent. Like I think he did probably more in that panel than I've seen him ever do, but it was he, I don't know why he moderates. Like he's not good at it. He doesn't moderate shit. Never keeps anybody on point. He lets people yell over one another until he gets to a point where he has to fucking finally go. All right, all right, all right. Next topic. But it's uh, it. Uh, he's he's non-existent as a moderator. Uh, but I didn't see anything from Kyle Kalinsky that that is worrisome, and I haven't over the years. You know, I would like to see Kyle Kalinsky debate uh, Sticks and Hammer six 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 that guy. Yeah, I don't know his name, his real name. I'd like him. I I, uh, I remember I used to, I, I think I debated him a long, long time ago when he was a Satanist. This would have been about 15 years ago when he was pretty brand new to YouTube and I was on there debating a guy named uh, Doug Stewart who is an atheist from England who lives down in Louisiana and goes through and debates uh, street preachers during Mardi Gras and I debated I believe I debated Stefan or not Stefan uh, Sticks and Hammer uh, before he now he's a pagan but I like him I mean he's he's uh, he's somebody that I think is a big thinker and I like big thinkers uh, he's a big thinker he's honest with himself and uh, that's all I ask of people like just be honest you know but this guy that was on that panel last night the, uh, the black fella he, uh, Charlie Kirk called him out for saying that, uh, for, for what he said about uh, Kanye West. Oh, and by the way, Kanye West switched now, and now he's whatever. Don't trust Kanye West, okay? Kanye West has got some issues. I'm not saying he's mental. I'm just saying he's got some issues. He's, he reminds me of like a, uh, a high schooler that's got a lot of friends, and everybody thinks he's cool. I don't think he's a genius. I don't think he's all that good at, at music. Uh, I, I remember him in one of his songs talking about locking himself in his room for three summers, coming up with beats and shit. And uh, I'm a drummer, and I'm like, dude, I, I could fucking come up with those beats in 15 minutes that took you three months. How are you a genius? Does that make me a uber genius? Um... But anyway, uh, this guy said about Kanye West going to the White House. This is what happens when Negroes don't read. I mean, it's it, it, if if racism is a thing, it was pretty fucking racist. And this guy race baits, Like when he first started, it was a they kept calling it a Kumbaya moment, and I really hate hearing that. They were, everybody was trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm a peacekeeper, and I'm I'm, and they're not. Uh, not uh, certainly not Kyle Klinsky He's he is heavily vitriolic. He 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 attacks religion, uh, certainly Christianity and, and the right as much as he possibly can. Uh, and they are no peacekeepers. And this other guy was like, oh, I try to look at the humanistic or the the what is it? I try to I try to uh, reach the human aspect of everybody, and I. When I, when I worked as whatever. And it's like, okay, you say that, and then next thing you know, he's, he was the only one cussing on stage. Um, I guess the guy from the Daily Wire said something, and, and the black fella said, uh, and I'm not picking on him because he's black. I don't remember his name. Uh, I'm picking on him because he is an individual, he's an asshole, and he's on the left. And right after he tried the peacekeeping thing, then he was like, "Oh, that's a bullshit talking point." And, and then he went into attacking the guy. And it's like, so everything you just said was a load of shit. And same with Kyle Klinsky. Now Kyle, I can agree on with some things. Same as Charlie Kirk, I'm more in Charlie Kirk's way. I'm not. I uh, if you, I don't want it. I don't like calling myself a libertarian. Uh, look at the Libertarian Party. You, 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 you might pick up why. Charlie Kirk is a conservative, constitutionalist, libertarian. I am kind of the same. I'm uh, certainly a constitutionalist. Uh, and Kyle and, and uh, Charlie agreed on uh, no intervention, military intervention across the world, no war, uh, in the drug war, and uh, what was the other thing? There was something else that they agreed on. Yeah. I don't think that that's necessarily a left or right thing. If you look at the drug war, realize that uh, the DEA needs to be eradicated. I know I'm about to end on this. Yeah, I'm at 57 minutes. I'll make a part two since I got a little bit of time. Uh, but yeah, if you look at the DEA, the DEA makes money off of drugs. They sell drugs. They work with the drug cartels. If the United States government wanted to, we could crack down on the the drug providers the those that that sneak drugs in we're talking about the cocaine providers the the drug cartels out of uh central mexico central and south america specifically Colombia, and we could crack down on them and we could end the drug war right now but they don't want to because it's lucrative and it provides money for for secret wars around the world um uh, 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 System of a Down had a really good uh, made that point in one of their songs and it's true uh, what was the other ones so the drug war is, is stupid and by the way when you take somebody and you throw them in jail or in prison because of drugs you're ruining their life you're, you're giving them and I'm not saying that they were great people to begin with but it's not helping the person to throw them in jail and put something on their record because then they go to get a good job. They can't because they have something on their record like that. So uh, that's, I guess, a problem that I would have with that and, uh, and where I would probably agree with uh, Kyle Kalinske. As I've said before, I want all drugs to be free. I'm sorry. not. Nope, oh, let me roll that back. I didn't mean free. That was a slip. I want all drugs to be legal. And I want to set parameters to them just like alcohol. you got to be at least 18 or 21. You can't operate machinery, including cars with them. You can't do it out in public. You can't sell the kids. All right? Um, That's where I would stand with that. So I think Kyle and I would would agree on that. All right, I'm going to end this part. I'm going to go into a part two. Whoa, almost ran into an 18-wheeler. Be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal. Well, my, 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 my day has, uh, I mean, it's been pretty normal, but um, I had a couple of, <laughs> not not a couple, I, uh, I pissed off some people <laughs> on Twitter, pissed off some lefties by uh, calling out George Soros. I don't. I just don't understand why they defend this guy. Did something else on there too. I can't remember what it was right now, but maybe I'll think about it. But uh, for any of you that don't know about George Soros or you think that he's a good dude, um, the the numbers that I've seen is that he's worth eight billion now. He's given up eight billion in philanthropic endeavors which means that he's given $18 billion in charity. Um, Now, that's from every news... Man, motherfucker. If I sound like Bill Burr (laughs) while driving, um, it's probably because we're both Irish. (laughs) Uh, Anywho. Uh, He's given... Yeah, he's... uh, The numbers... I'm getting that from are going to be from places like NPR or uh, USA Today or the New York Post and um, I guess you could put it in the category of conspiracy theory for me to say what I'm about to say is that they're all leftist leaning sites that, I'm, that I've am that gotten the numbers from and uh, it's even to the second page of Google <laughs> which most people don't go past the first five <coughs> <But> <coughs> and I know that having worked uh, for a contractor of Google um, uh, listen I really cannot fucking stand that people try not to look past surface level on a lot of this shit what I mean by that is I've noticed especially in the political realm a lot of people don't dive too much further than surface level when it comes to a lot of shit Uh, this being a pretty good example of okay yes it says that he's put in 18 billion but all the sources I'm getting that from are left leaning sites who he donates now that 18 billion dollars isn't just donated to charity and they even admit it it's donated to the DNC excuse me it's donated into uh, institutions like the Clinton Foundation Um, it's donated to left leaning groups it's paid off Antifa and other uh, uh, protest groups like Black Lives Matter. So it isn't necessarily a philanthropic endeavor as much as it is a ploy. Um, George Soros, and you can look it up on YouTube, admitted himself in an interview that. The time that he gave up Jews to the Nazis. He was roughly 13 years old. I think it was between 12 and 14. He was born in 1930. The war ended in 45. So by the time the war ended, he would have been 15. And this happened somewhere around the ages of 12 and 14. So 32, 33, 34. 1933, 32, 33, 34. And he admits as such. He admits that it was the best time of his life. How do you defend that? People, we I mean, we have so much news that's coming out. So many things have happened that people tend to forget things. I try my best to remember. Do you remember the four people that took the white, the, the the white mentally handicapped kid, and held him captive, and scalped him? Do you remember that? I know I've talked about that on a show, on one of these episodes. Uh, do you remember seeing videos of people rioting in the streets? This shit about Donald Trump being the leader of a hate movement, and a white nationalist, and all of this other stuff. They have one thing that they use that uh, uh, they keep bringing up Heather Heyer being killed at the Unite the Right rally. The Unite the Right rally uh, was put on by... What is it? Keller, Kellerman? Something like that. He, um, he, I guess, is a white supremacist. I say I guess because I haven't really looked into him too much. I mean, I have enough to know that Gavin McGinnis, who's the leader of the Proud Boys, uh, turned him down. He was a member until Gavin McGinnis found out more about him and kicked him out. And then declined to go. Were there a couple of Proud Boys there? Yeah, I think it was a pretty confusing thing. <coughs> Just like the, the, uh, the term alt-right, which was, I, I, um, I guess it was, not I imagine, I guess it was coined by Richard Spencer who is a white supremacist. He is a white nationalist for the definition of someone who wants a nation of only whites, or at least a portion of the nation that is only white. Um, And he is an outspoken white supremacist, of which the likes of Donald Trump and everybody else who isn't like him has disavowed him, which is the stupidest thing to say. I disavow... Why do I have to say that? I'm not racist. I don't like the guy. I don't like what he stands for. Now I have to say, he, sit here and fucking say something like I disavow someone? Uh, I don't remember Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton disavowing Robert... Is it Robert Byrd? Yeah, Robert Byrd. I don't remember that. Do you remember that? Robert Byrd was in the KKK. He was a grandmaster... Grand... Grand knight. Grand master, A grand knight. Uh... I never remember hearing them disavow him. And in fact, I heard, watched, I should say, a video of Bill Clinton, which you can go find today, uh, defending him. Saying he was was a, uh... oh shit, I'm from the South, I can't even think of what it's called. Not an old boy, he was a, uh... anyway, he was a, a guy from the South that, uh, yeah, he was a part of the KKK and then he got out of it. Okay. So then he's really no different than David Duke. I mean, no different than David Duke. David Duke did the same exact thing. I'm not defending David Duke. Uh, I've heard the guy talk. And by the way, Alex Jones had him on a show and shat on him the entire time. Argued with him the entire time about Jews and about blacks and about all of that shit. And Alex was going after him. But the left is going to call Alex a far-right supremacist, or a far right extremist and a white supremacist and a conspiracy theorist and all this other bullshit. Alex Jones is not far-right. Alex Jones uh, came out against the war in Iraq. He came out as, uh, if you've ever heard of the 9-11 truthers, that was Alex Jones. Um, Alex is not a partisan type dude. He is one of the first people I shouldn't say one of the first people because you have uh, uh, Ron Paul who is one of the first <coughs> uh, shit, what's it called? One of the first libertarians to really come out and state what a libertarian was and the non-interventionalist and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, it's just, shit's getting so fucking crazy with these people, man. Uh, it, it's Anywho, so uh, it was this John fucking look what look at not Leguizamo. It was John look whatever his name is. Uh, he posted something about it, and I came back with, "Yeah, he's a communist." And people go, "Oh, he's not a communist. He's a capitalist, or he's a whatever. He's not a communist." And I go, "Okay, follow this logic. All right, uh, George Soros, a multi-billionaire." has donated uh, millions of dollars to the left, to the Democrats in the United States of America. The left, the Democrats, are turning more and more socialist and communist. If you don't believe that, go out to the rallies, go out to these protests, see these people. You will see communists They're standing side by side with the rest of the protesters, and nobody's having a problem with them. There is no fights on their side among one another. They completely take in the idea of, uh, of communism. I also had to point this out. Socialism cannot survive on its own. Venezuela, which at one point, and you can go back and you can watch the video of Bernie Sanders talking about how great socialism is, as well as other leftist leaders talking about how great Socialism in Venezuela were, it was the epitome of the socialist state, until it fell. Now they don't want to hear it. It just happened again with uh, when Charlie Kirk took on Jink uh, Jink uh, Yuger's nephew, and he Charlie Kirk mentioned Venezuela, brought it up, and all of a sudden Jink's nephew was like, "Oh, here it is. There you go. You said it. Venezuela." It's like. What are you doing? If it would still have been okay right now, you guys would be touting it as the fucking the success story of socialism. But now all of a sudden, no, now it's 75% of its GDP come from the private sector and all this other bullshit. No, it was a socialism that took it down. They went strictly socialist and it fucking fell. It cannot survive on its own. It needs one of two things. It either needs to leech off of capitalism or it needs to spawn communism to enforce that economy. Socialism is not a type of government. It is a type of economy. Again, you need socialism in order to survive. Not thrive, survive. needs to leech off of capitalism or it needs communism to push it, to enforce it. That is the only way. Now, if there's another way that I'm not thinking, bring it to my attention. Okay? If there's another way, and by the way, this is what socialism is you're taking from the earners and giving it to the not earners. Okay? Or you're taking. Oh, somebody called. Always fucks it up. Expect another one of these, by the way. So, socialism is where you take from the earners and you give to the non earners. I guess you could push it to the limit of saying you're taking from the overly earners and giving it to the not-as-much-earners. In layman's terms. Terms. Oh, there we go. A little indigestion. Um, It's evil. It is an evil ideology. That, well... uh, What's the saying? Nothing's certain but death and taxes... No, you don't have to... We don't need an an income tax. We didn't have an income tax until 1913. For anybody that doesn't know that, that was the same year that the Federal Reserve was instituted. All right? This is the problem with government and why it shouldn't grow and why we need to limit it. We had a surplus. The last time that we had a surplus was back in 1865. They, just like uh, anybody with a government contract, it was money burning a hole in their fucking pocket. What do we do with it? Well, we got to spend it. That was the mentation. It was that simple. We have to spend it. And so then they did. And then that was the start of the government spending getting out of hand. Essentially handing over a, a, a credit card without a limit. And now we're at 22 trillion. Listen, I, know, I have a problem with Trump getting to that point too. I do tend to understand. Again, again, get away from the one-dimensional thinking. Why is that the case? Understand the case. Okay. Well, he has to do certain things. He can't just say, "Okay, we'll stop government spending altogether." He can't do that. All right. You got to go through an entire fucking process just to defund Planned Parenthood. Which, again, gets $500 million a year. For what? We have mandatory insurance. Why are these women not going to other clinics? doesn't make any sense. And we're still funding them. There's other clinics that provide all sorts of women's shit. Pap smears, uh, mammograms, all sorts of shit. Provide uh, uh, condoms and, and tampons and... A whole slew of other things. We are not a country without choices. Okay? If any of you think that Planned Parenthood is the only place to go, I, I hate to sound like Jen Jurger, Google it. Go into Google Maps or whatever map system app you have on your phone and type in, in women's clinics and you will see a shitload of other clinics out there. It's not just Planned Parenthood. And we're just funding them. Again, Trump, it, it's a whole process to go through limiting the spending, okay? But Trump came out to say, all right, let's get businesses back. I'm a businessman. This is what I'm going to do. I am not trying to defend corporations. Okay? I'm not trying to fucking screw anybody out of anything. I'm an independent, not a part of the independent party. I am an independent person. I make my own choices and decisions. And I'm not going to have, that's why I'm not a part of the Republicans. I do not want them influencing my vote. I don't want them to tell me how to vote. I don't even like the idea of Mark Dice, who's one of my heroes, going out there and telling people to vote red. I I get it, but I don't like it. All right? We don't want any Democrats in office. The Democrats are the fucking worst. The Republicans aren't great. That's why I don't like it. All right? I'd rather there be a Libertarian Party that was fucking thriving. I'd love for there to be a third party. I'd love for the Libertarians to be out there. And if you think the Green Party is any better than the Democrats, you're out of your fucking mind. Those are the fucking Cenk jurors out there, okay? They, they will, at one point, be just like them. No different. They're saying right now, oh yeah, we're okay with being capitalists and all, and all this, and, and uh, the Democrat, uh, Democratic Socialism and all this bullshit. No, no, no. They will eventually turn on you. They will bite your fucking hand. They will attack you, and they will go right back to where the Democrats are today. And they don't even know what the fuck they're doing, the Democrats. They want this, and they want this, and they want this. They just know that the other side is the enemy, and they're fucking treating them as such. We are in a a not great spot. I do not agree with Ben Shapiro that we're better today than we were 50 years ago. I'm not saying we're the worst ever. Shit, there has been plenty. Uh, the, the Inquisitions is a pretty good fucking idea of how bad shit can get. Again, that is not on the Catholic Church. That is on the Catholics in office or trying to get in office in Spain, in Italy, okay? And using the church against others to bring in Inquisitors. An Inquisitor is somebody who asks a fucking question. They inquire. And so they came and they did an investigation, and they turned out that they said, okay, well, this person is heretical. The Catholic Church has never held to kill anyone. That was on the people there. That's how they got rid of their, their, uh, their opponents, was to, to deem them heretics so that they could burn them at the stake. That was not the Catholic Church. And this is another thing. When you read throughout history... Uh, read in the history books here in the States or fucking even Europe, which is sad. When you read the history books, I'm not saying just go, just fucking throw away all the history books. As somebody who has worked uh, pretty close. I fucking, I worked at a bookmaking company um, in in Chelsea, Michigan. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, And you can uh, go out. Please research this. The history books, the bu- all fucking books today. Not all of them, but uh, there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of publishers that do some pretty fucked up shit. In fact, uh, the scientific community just got hit with this. A couple of scientists just got fucked uh, because they were shown as not uh, as as fraudulently coming up with books or whatever. You got to take other sides. You can't just take one side because it's no different than watching. MSNBC or CNN and going strictly with their story or even for fuck's sake listening to Fox News and only taking their story this is why I say take as many sources as you can on both sides and anything in between to make your own sound judgment do not only listen to one person do not only listen to me find out for yourself do yourself that favor else you're going to fucking find yourself in a serious snare you're going to fuck up and it's going to be epic Please, if you do anything do that listen to what the Catholic Church also says well in my experience I noticed that the person that did the bad thing will never confess to that okay what is the Catholic Church saying you still have to take that into consideration because or else next thing you know you got a Kavanaugh case on your hands where a lady comes up doesn't remember shit only two guys their names and what she says happens to happen happened to her at some party that no one says that they were at nobody can come forward and in fact there's been numerous women who made uh made uh, accusations at him that have had come out and said that they lied in fact, Michael Avenatti, who uh, brought up one of them, is in a little bit of hot water right now, and I could only assume that it's going to get worse because he knowingly brought her out, having had her, uh, <coughs> having had her, uh, having, uh, having brought her out knowing, knowing that she was lying, and I think telling her to something like that. I, I only read a little bit of that, that article, uh, but it seems like he is fucked. You gotta try to take all sides, okay? Yes, I've taken uh, uh, into consideration what the Democrats said, what uh, George Soros said, and that's where I'm pointing out. It's what he fucking said. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not reiterating what somebody else said or somebody else reiterated about him. I watched the video. I watched him say this. Unless we're at a a technological age right now where we are so sophisticated that you can come up and make anybody say anything on video, use their same exact likeness and voice and all this other shit, and that's what happened? Uh, Which I have no inclination to think that that's, that's what happened. Because he hasn't even come out to deny that. He said it. He said it was the best time of my life. Referring to... Uh, handing over Jews to the Nazis. And the Democrats are fucking defending him. These people that are, are on Twitter. And by the way, dude, I, I'm taking on... <clears throat> it might only be five. I feel like it's closer to ten, but I couldn't even keep up. I, by the time that I look at it, when I'm on my, when I'm home and in the next 20 minutes, uh, I'm sure I'll have probably 20, 30 different... It, uh, replies to what I was saying, and I'm I'm just gonna fucking, yeah, I can't. I'm not I'm not wasting my time. I got shit to do. I got to hang out with my my wife, my daughter. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just gonna it it was already too much. I think I've seen it two or three times now, where there was ten to fifteen replies, and it's just like, good god, trying to source through it and, and see that you know there's people that. Twitter needs to clean that up and show a thread that's a little easier to use, at least on the phone. Holy shit, man. It was like trying to trying to decipher what was going on and, and seeing a retweet and a like and a, and this and, a, and it's the same message over and over and then you got a different message and you don't know where that's at so then you try to click on it and you get fucking lost. I'm not going to be able to keep up. It's going to be a, a war of attrition and I don't think I'm winning that one. I'm taking on fucking ten different people. Um... And even then, with with me taking them on, nobody could debunk what I said. Nobody could come up and go, oh yeah, no, he didn't say that. I pointed out, he said that. He said that exact fucking thing. I am not taking only the right side or only the people against them side. I'm listening to what the Democrats said. I'm listening to what he said. Had this happened with Donald Trump, you wouldn't hear, you would not have heard the end of it. Had the, uh, had those four people, and mind you, I have not used their race not one time yet. I'm bringing up the person that they, they, uh, they held captive, that they kidnapped, held captive, and fucking scalped and tortured. May drink toilet water, and I think it was dirty toilet water, which is fucking. Oh, and he was mentally handicapped. Had that happened to a black handicapped person by four white people, you wouldn't be hearing the end of it. Instead, they're taking an example of extremists. I don't even want to call them far right, because Richard Spencer. Go and watch Death of a Nation with uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Watch that, and I'm not saying to watch it and try and fucking throw away all your beliefs and be open-minded and close-minded and all this other shit. I'm saying watch it for this one part. In fact, you can find the clip on YouTube where he's interviewing Richard Spencer, and Richard Spencer admits that he is essentially a Democrat, that he is not a Republican, that he believes in socialism. Okay? And that's what the, the white supremacists do. That's what they want. The Nazi Party, the name Nazi means National Socialist Workers' party that's what Nazi means that's why when Bernie Sanders came out I kept bringing up dude how is this guy who is a Jew supporting socialism of which six million Jews were killed under a socialist fanatic a national socialist fanatic and Hitler The audacity to come out. This dude's never, by the way, Bernie Sanders has never, ever held a real job. He's only ever worked in politics, and he didn't work until he was 40. I don't want to live in a society where that's our rulers. I want to live in the society that our founders dreamed for us, which was anybody can run for president. You don't need to be a multi-billionaire. We have let the fucking shit go. Now you need multiple, you can't even be, you can't even get by with 50 million. You gotta, you gotta spend, (coughs) I think in the last election, uh, this might be off. They might've meant to say, I don't know. I don't know. I think they said Hillary Clinton spent, spent $1 billion. So now you can't even be a millionaire. You gotta be a billionaire. That's insane. That is fucking insane. Where I, 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 I believe. Uh, first off, I would not want to be president because of the shit that Donald Trump is going through. Fuck's sake, dude. I mean, you make the sm- the smallest mess up and you're fucked unless you're on the left. Being that I'm not on the left, you take uh, what's his name with his uh, with the Aleppo thing. What is Aleppo? He, he said it so stupid. All he should have said was, I don't know what you're talking about. Where's Aleppo? What's Aleppo? And then if they would have came back with, how is it that you want to become the president of the United States of America and you don't know what Aleppo? His answer should have been, yeah, exactly. I want to be the president of the United States of America. I don't want to intervene in every country shit. So uh, that's kind of the whole purpose. That I don't need to know every single country and every single city. That's what his response should have been. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. I shouldn't need to give a shit where Aleppo is. And by the way, can you tell me where it is? Because now I'm kind of wondering. Instead, it's, what is Aleppo? He said it so weird. He was Gary Johnson. uh." See, that's what's wrong with the Libertarian Party. They're fucked. They are really quite fucked up. They don't have somebody like a Ron Paul or a Rand Paul to, to be taken seriously. They're JV, which is sad because they're the fucking best. The ideology of of, uh, of the Libertarian uh, Foundation is the best. It's non-interventionalism. It's fucking get rid of the drug war, dissolve the DEA, dissolve the ATF. You know, you get all your rights. Uh, but then you have the Democrats, the fucking crazy-ass Democrats. And uh, uh, I don't know about tomorrow, man. I mean, I'm going out to vote. I hope you go out and vote. I just, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I kind of have that same feeling that, like, on uh, the night of uh, the election in 2016. <coughs> only I feel like, all right, well, that was a, that was a, I don't know, a mulligan or something. I shouldn't say a mulligan. He did, Hillary Clinton was, was a really bad candidate. He was really good, but it was just the amount of the mainstream. I'll be honest. They still affect me when I constantly hear them coming out with these fucking, oh, she's got a 98% chance of winning there. He's got no chance. Yeah, that fucking affects you. It affects you a little bit. Okay, and uh, and to keep hearing people like Ben Shapiro, I don't know if they're doing it to save face or whatever it is, but have him come out and go, yeah, well, historically, nothing's changed since I think it was 2000 and, uh, 2004 or 2006. There hasn't been a, uh, a the, the 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 house staying the same. It's always flipped. In 2006, it changed after uh, after the elections. In 04, and then 2008 they switched, 2010 they switched, 2012 they switched, <coughs> 2014, 16, and and now we have 2018, and, and historically it, it 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 it's suggesting that it'll switch. So that kind of puts me in a in a bad spot too, but. it, it mean i'm seeing a lot of people wanting to go out and i'm hearing that there's record numbers of people early voting and all this other shit i don't think there should be any early uh told you phone call (coughs) so george so Uh, yeah, if, if any of this shit were to have gone on on Trump's side, and the thing is, dude, I got problems with a guy, or at least I got some problems that I, I thought he said he would—not that I thought I said—he he definitely said he was gonna do, being auditing the Federal Reserve. I haven't heard about that since uh, April of this year. There's a little bit of talk about it. He's supposed to be working with Rand Paul in order to fully audit the Federal Reserve. The audit, the, the Federal Reserve has never been fully audited. It's been audited every year uh, since its in its uh, institution back in 1913, but it hasn't been a full audit. It's been audited by, uh, ah, what are they? They're, they're essentially um, companies that are kind of bought and paid for. It's like a, It's like a slap on the back. It's like a kickback type situation. Um, ever since. I mean, they've never audited how they make money. They've never audited what they do with money overseas. So there's some serious, um, some serious problems with the Fed. And not just that, but the Fed lobbies against an audit against itself. And they get it. That would be like the IRS coming to audit you, and you, were, you just went and lobbied to the government to not get the IRS to, to audit you. And then it working. Why would you do that? Now I know that it's I'm being uh, 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 assumptive. I'm assuming, uh, but it's a pretty fucking strong punch. It's a pretty strong uh, 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 probability that they are up to no good. You don't lobby against somebody auditing you, and their their excuse is, well, it'll shut down the economy. Uh, no. It won't. I would love to see the Federal Reserve be dissolved, us go back to uh, printing greenbacks, us go back to uh, buying gold and backing our money with gold, platinum, silver, bronze, is it a bronze one? I don't know. Rare metals and gems. I would love to go back to that. I think that if Donald Trump were to do that, I I say this, is that our money is broken in the United States of America. We're at $22 trillion in debt. And by the way, uh, I think if there were to be an audit that it would be found out that there are, that the the Federal Reserve has done some real bad stuff and we would throw them in prison. I think they did it in either Greenland or Iceland. No, I know that they did it, not that I think. They did it in either Greenland or Iceland, and they essentially got rid of all their debt. I think we audit the Federal Reserve, we find out all the bad guys and all the bad shit that they did, and we end up throwing them in jail and instantly getting rid of our our um, our debt. This is what the or the Federal Reserve does, by the way. Or not all the debt, probably, because we still owe money to uh, uh, China, which I think should be illegal, that somebody can buy your debt. I hate that idea. I have thought that there's something wrong with it, um, and I'm sure you do, too. You just hear that. Somebody being able to buy your debt, there should be a, a serious law against that. Because next thing you know, somebody can just come and, and uh, buy your mortgage, which can happen still, from what I understand. Buy your mortgage... And, uh, and then sell it off to 12 different people. Now you're, now you're indebted to 12 different people. Now I think there's actually a law against doing that. But um, essentially you understand what I'm saying by, by having a problem with that. <coughs> so uh, oh, where, where was I going? Uh, our money's broken. Fix our money problem. And you fix a percentage of every single problem in the United States. Every single issue. You fix the money. And it's the only thing that you can do that with. You fix the money and all the other issues get fixed by a certain percentage. I'm not saying 100%, okay? One only might be 7 another one 20 another one 30%. But you fix a serious problem there. I think that, they, that we should also go back to what I was talking about the other day where uh, if anything's found on our side of the ocean or on, on public property, whether it be oil or whatever it may be, it goes back to the people. And I think that there could be an argument of, of uh, city, uh, uh, county, state, or federal. You know what I mean? In proximity to the finding of that and how much it is, you know? If it's like only a million dollars, all right, well then put that back into the city. But <coughs> you know, different levels. If it's, if it's you know, a, a trillion dollars, have it go to uh, the country. Um Something like that, but uh, and I think that's a damn good way. To go. Also, I was uh, oh I, I finished watching and I'll get back. I'll try to get back to the other stuff. Probably won't, maybe tomorrow. I finished watching that that panel, and uh, nothing Kyle Kalinski did or the dude next to him was anything. They agreed with uh, Charlie Kirk, and in fact, Charlie Cook kicked their K- Charlie Kirk kicked their ass. Charlie Cook was just lambasting them. Now I'm also starting to uh, watch the uh, Sam Cedar recap because he needs to do that. People, weak people like this need to do that. Well, now I need to come out and I need to, I need to watch, watch it. And have you watch me watch my stuff? Watch, watch me, watch me do this. You know, it's like, God, what are you a child? You need me to watch you do your shit? I already watched it once. Well, now I'm going to go back and I'm going to, I'm going to pause every so often. I'm going to say, okay, this. Now, does my side do, do that? A couple of my guys have done that. All right. It's still volume. Do it every once in a while because you got a major problem with something. I get that, or a certain whatever. It's all the fucking time this dude brings out. Look what I did. Look what I did. Sam Cedar is on my fucking nerves. Anywho, I'm going back through that, but watching through that thing... Uh, Oh, God is it? It's it's uh, it was not what the Progressive Voice, which is a YouTube channel, and that and the guy in the Progressive Voice is such a uh, it's it's hard to listen to that guy talk. I mean, it might be hard for me to talk. I might be I might be uh, shooting myself in the foot on that, but um, you're listening. <laughs> uh, I feel like I could do I I do better than a progressive guy, Progressive Voice guy. However, I do lose train of thought quite often. Again, this is the beginnings, the beginning stages. This is not my profession, as I have an auto-population of one. <laughs> so, um, let's see, where was I going? I have not been funny lately, mind you. I think I've, uh, I might have cracked a joke here or there, so I m- might have to start doing that. I've been wanting to make it a little bit more uh, light-hearted. And I'm already fucking forgetting of what all I was talking about. Fuck. Uh, watching that, watching the Charlie Kirk thing, watching the end of it. Man, I was on a roll. And it, see, this the shit that happens. Maybe it's because I'm hungry. And I'm almost home, and I'm sick. I'll use all of those excuses. <sighs> what I'm getting at, I guess, overall, is... Um, Make sound judgments. I fear people giving in to the liberal left because it is attractive. Just like sinning. Sinning's fun. You wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. You know, doing drugs, having sex. That shit's fun. You know? Uh, uh, attacking somebody who, who hurt you Yeah, that can be fun. Doesn't mean you should do it. It's a human instinct to respond to uh, somebody doing something bad to you by doing something bad to them. Now, attacking them and either yelling at them or calling them names or something, or even physically accosting somebody. That might go through your mind. Certainly doesn't mean you should do it. But uh, that's a pretty human, uh, uh, an instinct, a human instinct. And that's what the left offers, is do what thou wilt. It's an Aleister Crowley. Um, but He was the guy that I, uh, I brought up uh, the other day, and I couldn't think of his name. He's, he called himself the beast and the most evil man. He was a Satanist, Luciferian. Good. He uh, he raped kids and killed kids. He was a bad fucking dude. And uh, his saying was, "Do what thou wilt." Uh, it was. It's on the closing of J- on the clothing line of Jay Z. It's actually in a 311 song. Uh, the left praises him. He was on the cover of. Uh, I want to I know a Beatles cover. He was on the cover of. He's got a he's 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 not laying on the table, but he's like kind of leaning on a table with his elbows and his hands are up on his face and he's got this this uh, triangle hat on and his hands are on his like on his cheeks, his kind of like fists are on his cheeks. and uh, on the on the triangle hat there's a uh, an all-seeing eye from what I can remember. But his saying was "Do what thou wilt." And uh, a lot of people in uh, the entertainment industry have taken on that mantra. The left has taken on that mantra. It is a dangerous mantra. Okay? I know it doesn't seem normal. Again, this is God's stuff. It is not human stuff. But following, living according to the will of God is freeing. The left is going to tell you that it's it's uh, it's oppressive, that it's, it's rigid, and it's rules and structures and things like that. There is nothing as oppressing as sin. There is nothing that will imprison you like sin. Nothing. David Duchovny, who I can only assume has overcome it, and numerous other people, and especially with what's going on with the hashtag MeToo movement, which I think is uh, 25% good intent, 20 and 75% probably bullshit uh, is all based off of, uh, of uh, sex addiction, which is a real thing. Do what thou wilt is what they say. Well, when you fall into that, if we were to have a godless society, but a society ran by that mantra, no expectation of ever having to be held accountable, which is what the left wants. The left, their their golden rule is, uh, uh, be not accountable for your actions, be not responsible. I would say their silver lining to that is, uh, thou shalt not offend us, or their silver rule maybe. You follow that, you're going to find yourself in a world of chaos. Do what thou wilt. You want money? You go and take it. What's to stop you? It's what you want to do. You want to do drugs? You're going to kill yourself. You want to hurt somebody? You want to do it. Do what thou wilt. Thou want. (coughs) It didn't say, he didn't say, do what thou wilt, but don't hurt your brother or your sister. Didn't say that. He said, do what thou wilt. Again, he was the most evil man. He called himself 666 and the Beast. He was a Satan worshiper. And uh, I believe he either... I'm pretty certain he existed during the time of a lady called... or named Madame Blabowski. Look into her. Holy shit. Jordan Maxwell, uh, who I have absolutely no respect for, and I think he rides the, the coattails of uh, Bill Cooper and Alex Jones uh, into fame... Uh, And John Todd. You got to look into John Todd. John Todd is an interesting character. I know that people like uh, uh, Mark Dice have discredited him, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, uh, Jordan Maxwell is a big uh, follower of Madame Blavatsky. Same with uh, Acharya S. Acharya S is the woman who mentored, or at least. Uh, was the source material for uh, Peter Joseph who made the Zeitgeist movie oh that was another thing I I was watching a lot of videos today on uh, the myth of Jesus so people or the the Jesus conspiracy and all this and none of them are giving any any evidence of how Jesus didn't exist it's all kind of the same shit that you'd see in the Zeitgeist movie so it's like oh okay I watch it, oh shit, there's people right there, I watch it because I'm not going to be the type of person, again, I will always search for the truth, and if it's the truth, then I have to follow it, that's my that's my uh, northern star, <clears throat> that navigates me, always follow the truth, and so, I make myself listen to shit that I really don't want to, you know, because I've already been over this, I can't tell you how many videos, how many podcasts, how many people I've listened to that... Uh, that it, and it always turns into an, an insult over a showing uh, uh, or, or uh, explaining or proving that God doesn't exist or Christ didn't exist. That's how it was with Christopher Hitchens. It's how it is with Richard Dawkins, Sam Harris, the pretentious four horsemen, Lawrence Krauss. It always turns into an insult. They just can't help themselves. They're not happy people. They don't have a foundation for morality. And so it always turns into an insult. You know, they think they're God. They think they're better than you. They think they're smarter than you because they read a book or they read something that somebody else said or came up with. And now they've got an, an interesting spin on it or whatever, an interesting angle that they come from. It's... Uh, It's a little ridiculous. Ooh, they came in. Uh, all right, good deal. Anywho, uh, I think that's going to be the end for today. You got some. You got about two hours, maybe a little over. Of content. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.